Hello and welcome to Hitting the High Note. I'm your host, Kevin Cusack. My guest today is a brilliant singer-songwriter named Emily O'Neill. Emily began playing the piano at age of six and started singing at 14. Her songs have some great beats, great vibes, along with catchy song lyrics. I'm thrilled and honored to welcome to the show, Emily O'Neill. Hi, Emily. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. You're very welcome. I wanted to take a minute to thank you ahead of time to join me, and I'm very excited to learn more about you and your music. Of course. I'm so excited to be here and talk to you also. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Um, I have just moved into Nashville yesterday, so I'm in the middle of moving, so that's always exciting. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful. How do you like Nashville so far? I really love being here. Um, one of my favorite parts about, I mean, this sounds kind of silly, but I lived in Florida my whole life, and one of my favorite parts about Tennessee is that it actually has seasons. So um, in Florida, there's like not really a fall, and there's not really a winter, <laughs> because it's just hot all the time. And so I'm really excited to experience that here in Nashville. Yeah, I don't think it's silly at all. and. I totally agree with you 100% on Florida not having seasons. It's definitely really hot or, you know, a little chilly. But, yeah, they don't have all four seasons in Florida. I used to live in Florida for four years in Pensacola and in West Palm Beach. And, yeah, Tennessee will be a really good uh, change of pace and beautiful scenery, too. Yes, yeah, very beautiful. I, I don't think I'm too far from the mountains here in Nashville, so hopefully I get some time to go visit those too. Oh, perfect. Tennessee does have a lot of beautiful places. I've been to Nashville before, and I've been to Cleveland, Tennessee, which is very beautiful as well. I haven't been to Cleveland. Pretty neat. Um, there's a college, Lee University, which is a Christian school. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, I think a girl that I knew from Florida um, went there for a couple of years. So that's how I knew about that. Very cool. Yeah, I went to a camp at Lee University. Another place with four seasons is North Carolina, which I used to live there as well for two years. And yeah, they have all four seasons, which is nice. Unlike Arizona, where there is no four seasons, it's just hot. I can imagine. I mean, I haven't been to Arizona since I was a little kid, but I think... It's a different kind of heat. I mean, a lot of people are going to say, oh, it's a dry heat, but it is actually a dry heat plus humidity. Wow. Yeah. And Arizona used to not have humidity and now they do. And it is brutal. Like I'll take probably a Florida summer over an Arizona summer any day. Good to know. I will try not to go to Arizona in the summertime. Oh, yeah. Then again, Arizona does have a lot to do here. does have some really good food. And Tennessee does have some good food as well. I've heard the barbecue here is really good. It is. I haven't tried it yet. But I've heard some really good places in Nashville. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but I know there's this, like, really famous barbecue place in downtown Nashville. I think I saw it on, like, Food Network or something, but I need to look it up and go there. Barbecue is so amazing. I love barbecue food. Yeah, me too. Now, what's your favorite 
uh, go-to barbecue food? Um, usually I just get like pulled pork and I am, I'm obsessed with garlic bread. Um, I, this is like <laughs> kind of weird, but I'll like put barbecue sauce on the garlic bread, like a lot, like way too much. And I just eat the garlic bread with barbecue sauce on it. And that's like my guilty pleasure. <laughs> Nice. No, that's not weird at all. I, yeah, I do the same. Anything with sauce and like bread. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Quarantine has been good for you as you release three singles Revolve Around You, Catch Feelings, and Leo Energy, your latest. Yeah, just released like three days ago. <laughs> yeah. So tell us more about the message behind Leo Energy. Yeah, so um I I'm not like that into astrology, but um I know like I've kinda known that I was a Leo like since I was little and I always like was, you know, proud I guess to be a Leo because of like the animal being a lion or whatever. But it also, like, kind of bothered me that I never felt like I really resonated with the sign because every time you would look at, like, a horoscope, like, thing, it would just say that Leos are egotistical and they're, like, super outgoing and have to be the center of attention all the time. And I never felt like that because I am actually really shy and I especially was when I was little. Um, so I was kind of thought it never fit me. And then... Um, I wrote this song in October of last year, and I had just started college for the first time, and I think it was like, I was really starting to become like super serious about music, and I was, you know, spending all of my time doing it, and I felt like I was working really hard, and I kind of wanted to turn kind of the negatives about the, the stereotypes about being a Leo into a positive. And so that's really why I wrote the song. Um, and so, like, some of the lines kind of sound like I'm full of myself or whatever. And that's definitely a play on those stereotypes. And I don't feel that way all the time. But I think um, sometimes you should feel that way. So it's kind of like me telling myself that it's okay to be proud of yourself. A couple of my family members, my sister and my dad, are both Leos. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I have um, a sister who's also a Leo, and then my best friend is a Leo. So I've had a couple of close people in my life that are Leos too. Um, I've gotten along with them fine. <laughs> Very cool. So your single "Catch Feelings" was produced and co-written by Dexter Redding, the son of the legendary Otis Redding. How did that all come yeah. about? So um, I took a voice lesson from this lady called Chris Rowe in Jacksonville, and I took voice lessons with her for years. And I'm really not sure exactly how her and Dexter met, but I just remember he came to, so funny enough, um, she was having like a showcase um, at the mall <laughs> of all places in Jacksonville. And so um, I, I was scheduled to sing, so I went up and I sang a couple of songs. And then um, when I got off the stage, um, my voice teacher was like, oh, yeah, by the way, um, this guy Dexter Redding, this is when Otis Redding was here, and um, he would love to work with you. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> and so that's really how we started working together. Right on. That's amazing. Yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy because um, 
you know, I, that was really, he was the first person, like, first producer, really, that I ever worked with, too, so that was a really cool experience. Yeah. Yeah, and he's really, really nice, too. That's and good. He, he's like, he's like, you wouldn't think how funny he is, and he drives this, like, crazy expensive car, and he comes in and he does just the wildest things, but, and it's, it's just always entertaining to listen to I knew that the title was Catch Feelings, but he really did a really good job of like putting it in the beginning and the end and adding different things in the middle that would say Catch Feelings and really making that hook like really stick. So that was something that I really learned from him was like, if you're going to have a hook, like commit to it. <laughs> Leo energy is definitely full of energy for sure. Yeah, I, I will say it was my favorite. I have a hard time saying that, so I'm not going to say that, but it is one of my favorites, and I like the message behind it. Yeah, the, the, um, my third single was definitely, like, especially in the, the instrumentation, was a little bit more, I don't want to say alternative because I wouldn't be considered that, but I think it was more leaning on that side of pop, and then Catch Feelings was, like, way more on the R&B side of pop, um, and I feel like I feel like Leo Energy is probably like just straight up as pure pop as you can pretty much get, in my opinion. But I think part of that is working with different people and different inspirations. That that just would naturally happen. Yeah, totally agree with your songs. They're a different kind of pop. And one of your inspirations is Paramore. Yeah. Have you ever that, seen Paramore Live? I have not. It's a dream of mine. My, so the, the guy who produced um, both Leo Energy and Revolve Around You produced a song for Paramore like years ago. And so to be able to work with him on, a, like, on Revolve Around You, which I think is the, more, is the most alternative song that I've done so far, was like... Amazing, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paramore is great live. I yeah, I saw them play a couple years ago. All your songs are amazing. Really appreciate that. Welcome. And with your three singles that were released within the past couple months, it's a lot of talent. Like with your first single, it's really good. And then like when you release catch feelings i was like whoa this is epic and then your latest single leo energy i'm like wow emily just gets better and better with every song oh i appreciate that yeah i i think all three of those songs um were similar in in some ways but like i feel like they're all pop but they're all like a different direction in pop so i think um, I'm really ready to show like a more of like a slower song next time. Yeah, with your first song revolve around you, there's you know some uh, catchiness to it and good beat, and then like with catch feelings, yeah, it's definitely a good song to listen to, and it's got a great beat and it's very catchy. <laughs> So Zexu did a really good job, so for that song, Catch Feelings, that's basically every song I start, I write on the piano. What's cool about Catch Feelings is it was inspired by the 80s. Yeah, it didn't really 
start out that way, but um, Dexter had this really cool production idea, and so it just kind of fit, and they just ran with it. Nice. I guess I'll just ask you who your favorite artist is. Ooh, tough one. I listen to a lot of music. I listen to everything. I would have to say my favorite pop artist would be Michael Jackson. Of course. Of course. Maybe um, like alternative artists. I would have to go with Beck. Yeah, because I've seen Beck twice. I've actually seen him play as an opener and as a headliner. Yeah, he opened for U2, of all people. That was my first ever time seeing Beck live, and actually seeing U2 live as well. Yeah. And then saw Beck a couple years later, headline with Cage the Elephant, and that was a spectacular show. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah. I also like Alanis Morissette. Definitely Prince. For sure. Yeah, I was actually part of the Super Bowl halftime show when Prince performed in Miami. Wow. Yeah, I was really? on. Yeah, I was on the fifty-yard line, uh, singing and dancing. Oh my god! While That's Prince was so just awesome. rocking out, and oh my god. what's interesting about that performance was it was literally purple rain because there was a torrential downpour in the middle of. <laughs> The halftime show. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's like such an amazing experience. Oh yeah. Favorite country artist, Kenny Chesney. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. That was, my parents loved Kenny Chesney when I was growing up. Awesome. Yeah, Kenny Chesney is fantastic live if you like ever get a chance to see him. Hopefully I will when all of this is over. Hopefully we'll go on another tour. Yeah. Uh, I went to see him a couple years ago, and it was like a six-hour concert. Oh, my goodness. And it was so funny because I went there with my mom, and right before Kenny Chesney was getting on stage, my mom actually thought the concert was over. <laughs> it was that long. Yeah, half-hour mark of the show, and my mom's like, all right, time to go. I'm like, uh, no, Kenny Chesney is about to go on stage. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, so definitely Kenny Chesney is, like, one of the best, like, country artists to see live. Okay. Yeah. I believe you. Yeah. My mom would not last that long in a concert. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm impressed. Favorite Back to the Future movie? Oh, my gosh. It's been so... It's been years since I've seen them all. I think the second one... Isn't that the one where they're like they're like flying cars and stuff, and they go to like twenty twenty or twenty fifteen or something? Yeah, that that was so funny when I because I saw that movie. I think when that year happened, and I was like, oh my gosh, if you only knew. It's weird because it was like the Cubs like were predicted to win the World Series that year, and they actually did. <laughs> my gosh, it's so crazy. Yeah. It's amazing how stuff like that comes true. <laughs> I know. Just like the Simpsons and how they like predict everything. It's so scary. I know. <laughs> like the Simpsons nail it like every time. I know. I don't really even watch it. But then like all the time on Twitter and stuff, I'll see people are like, oh, well, this finally came true. <laughs> if the Simpsons predicted it, then it's got to be true. <laughs> 
but it's like not even like a couple of times like it's a lot it's a lot because i have all this time in quarantine at some point i don't know a month ago or two there was like this thing on tiktok that i saw and it's like this personality test and it's not like it's not like a dumb buzzfeed quiz like it's an actual personality quiz and it tells you like fictional characters that you're most like in personality and I got one of the Simpsons I think it's like the young girl or something oh yeah Lisa yeah I got Lisa Simpson I was like okay well I don't really understand this because I don't want but then my number two was Hermione from Harry Potter so I was like okay that gives me context Oh, yeah, Harry Potter's classic for sure. Love Harry Potter. Yeah, Disney Plus is great. Yeah, it is. I've been reliving, like, all of my childhood Disney Channel shows and movies. Yeah, there's so many great ones, too. Yeah. Yeah, Lizzie McGuire was good. Yes. Yeah. I was rewatching that. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I was. I, like, was rewatching like, That for Raven and, like, Lizzie and, like, Phil of the Future, and those were all, like, shows that were, like, ending by the time that I really got around to watching Disney Channel, and so it was, like, cool to go back and, like, watch the whole thing instead of just, like, a vague memory of it in the back of my mind. Wizards of Waverly Place was really good, too. Oh, my gosh, that's my favorite childhood show it's still up there overall. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, Disney Plus is just full of nostalgia for sure. A remake that was actually surprisingly good was Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah, I did see that one. I thought it was pretty good, too. Yeah. Starstruck is a good movie on Disney oh, yeah. Plus. Yeah. I, so when Starstruck came out, my, so, um, I have a half-sister, and so she has a cousin, I think, on her side of the family. And she was trying to get into acting at that time. And she had this, like, really short, small part in Starstruck. Like, literally, like, she was on the screen for a couple of seconds. But I remember that was, like, the most exciting thing in the world to me. That I, I knew someone who was in Starstruck. That's awesome. <laughs> but, like, the soundtrack holds up. I mean, at least in my opinion, I, like, some, somewhere along the way, I got Starstruck into my Apple Music, and every now and then, it comes on, and it's still a banger. Oh, yeah. I totally agree, and I actually do have some songs from the soundtrack on my phone, on Spotify, <laughs> in my playlist, and even on my iPod as well, so. I, I respect it. Yeah. And something about the sunshine, banger. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I have memories of just me saying that around my house. I was nine years old. Starstruck, classic. Anything you want to add? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll take this time to obviously plug my new song. Um, yeah, thank you so much for, for doing this with me. I think one thing that I want people um, really overall just to take in when they listen to my music um, and just my whole story as an artist is just to accept yourself and love yourself the way you are. So I try and try and spread that message as much as I can. Is there anything that you want to ask me? Ooh, um, 
Yes, very good question. So I got my inspiration for doing the podcast. I love music. I love discovering new artists and more people need to find artists that they have never heard of before. A great outlet for that is to do a podcast. So started hitting the high note and number of downloads are going up. to music like all day long non-stop mm-hmm. yeah i'm always like have my headphones like plugged in and listen to music on spotify listen to a lot of listen to a lot of rock listen to a lot of pop even country too yeah i know all about growing up on country <laughs> in north florida that's pretty much what um exclusively what people listen to yeah Especially in the places that are, like, in the middle of nowhere. Like, yeah. Yes. It's in the culture. <laughs> yeah. I definitely... My favorite part about country music specifically is just their storytelling. So even though I don't write country music, I really try and take that part of it into my songwriting as much as possible. How can more listeners find out about your music? Um, so... I am on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, um, Google Play, Deezer, all the places, SoundCloud, um, and yeah, so I have this little, like, link tree thing that's in the bio of all my social medias, which is Emily O'Neill Music, um, spelled O-N-E-A-L, like Shaquille O'Neal, um, and so you can just click that, and then, like, there's all the links right there, so they're all available right there. Thanks again, Emily, for joining me tonight. Of course. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. It was a lot of fun. And yeah, it was definitely a lot of fun. (laughs) So I'm going to play the song Catch Feelings by Emily O'Neill.
just heard Catch Feelings by Emily O'Neill. Next time I'll be playing Leo Energy. Thank you all for listening to Hitting the High Note.